This episode of Geek Loves Nerd is brought to you by DrawYouAPicture.com, where you can have me, your host, draw you something for your church, your ministry, your podcast, your family, your business for pretty darn cheap. Check it out at DrawYouAPicture.com. See what I've done for others and see what I can do for you. Geek Loves Nerd, trying to find something in common since 1996. Geek Loves Nerd. Nerd Loves Geek. Hi, this is Geek Loves Nerd, trying to find something in common since 1996. Show number 39 brought to you the week of, uh, what's the date, Jen? The 13th of March. That's right, Friday the 13th. Ah! <laughs> All right, well, welcome to the show. Uh, this is where me, the, the geek, the gamer geek, and my wife, uh, the accounting the, nerd. The cool nerd. Um, talk about stuff to do with marriage and life in general. And family. And family every now and then. Um, our show today is sponsored not only by Draw You a Picture, but by one of our listeners. His name is Dean. By now, our listeners are getting per- pretty familiar with uh, this sponsor. So thanks, Dean, for your continued support. Appreciate it, dude. We'll be hearing from Dean in just a little bit on a uh, voicemail. Oh, boy. Yeah. So um, our main topic this week, we're going to jump right into it, is uh, the division of labor in a relationship or a marriage specifically. Um, so let's jump right into it. What do you, uh, what do you think about labor? What do you mean by labor? Well, well, let's, let's get really down to brass tacks. Okay. What is man's work and what's woman's work in a, in a marriage? Yeah. Let's just go old school. Well, the lawn, definitely man's work. (laughs) So how come I see women mowing the lawn around here? I, I don't know. I know. It's like they must have husbands that work all the blinking time. Or maybe their husbands aren't good with the lawn. True. Could be. Oh, goodness. I hear children. As you know, people, we have to pause when they holler. So here we go. Give me some candy now. All right. Yeah, Jenna's uh, nightlight wasn't on. So my fault. So uh, anyway, we were talking about what's man's work and what's woman's work. We said the lawn men's work. Yeah, mostly because I just don't really know how to do that. What if I died tomorrow? I'd probably pay somebody or I might have to figure it out. I think a great way to cope would be to go out and mow the lawn. <laughs> I think that would be the least of my worries. Yeah, the length of the grass. If you died tomorrow. You know, I'm really sorry that your husband died, but you need to do something about your lawn. It's kind of long. <laughs> so, uh, what? But, but, but really, I mean, on a, on a grand scale... Typically, let's just talk stereotypes for just a second. Women's okay. work uh, would be kitchen, mm-hmm. bathrooms, mm-hmm. children, mm-hmm. grocery shopping, mm-hmm. um, grocery list making, mm-hmm. putting up groceries. Mm-hmm. No, that could be guys' work. I'm talking stereotypically. Oh, stereotypically, yeah, woman. Um, and 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 you know the balance, and then on the men's side, stereotypically is just going to work, coming home, 
home repairs, lawn, um, making sure the television works. Setting up all the electronics yeah, properly. Squishing bugs, spanking children. Mm, yeah. Uh, there ain't a whole lot, to be honest. So what? How do we, how does a modern couple deal with that? How have we? Have we have we dealt with that? Because, you know, it doesn't seem fair. No, it's not fair. I never thought it was very fair. Somehow I always envisioned that that um you would do half of everything I do. Hmm. Like a like a fifty fifty division of labor. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really work out that way, but that's what I've always envisioned. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I feel like I'm going to get in trouble on this topic. Oh, no. <laughs> I do. I'll just go ahead and be honest. Um, this is, guys that listen to the show, this is this was a nervous one for me, but it was my idea. Yeah, it was. But um, I think I think we need to talk it out, and, and I'm, I'm not going to pull any punches. So, Jen, 50%, do, do you realize that's ridiculous? Well, yeah, that doesn't really make sense. Because? Because you still have a job. You know, you don't do 50% of my job. No. And now, you know... Uh, but somebody's out there screaming, yeah, but, you, you know, my job is more important or, or it, it's it's harder work. Or, you know, he comes home after work and chills, but my, I'm still on the clock and all that kind of stuff. Um, let's let's just let's just talk about that for a second. What do you what do you what's fair? What's fair with with what you have to do versus what I have to do? Yeah. Or I don't know. Speak speak to the issue. I guess. What I like the best is when we kind of have a team approach. Mm-hmm. Like if um, both of us are with the kid, you know, like say we go to the park, both of us kind of mess with the kids. You know, one of them, one of us usually with one kids, one of us is with another. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like a team approach to taking care of the kids. And so, so I like that um, with the home stuff. Like especially in the case of having guests over and there's just no way for me to get the house completely clean with the kit, you know, and all that. And you, you kind of, but is that still enough though? Because I, you know, and when I say I, I'm talking about I as a man, as mankind, Mm -hmm. we men go to work typically now. And and again, we, people, we talk about our family and our situation. If you can relate great, if, if we're too stereotypical for you, I'm sure there's, there's a lot of, uh, sexier shows but um <laughs> i go to work and uh and and jen stays home uh what about during that time i mean i i gotta imagine there's somebody out there that you know if even if they're i sometimes i feel like even if i was on 24 7 mm-hmm. i still wouldn't be doing enough i don't think that's the case well i'm, I'm talking about the way oh, i okay. feel mm-hmm. we know that what we feel matters the most. Of course. In our relationship. <laughs> it's more than reality. No, but um, I guess what I'm trying to say is how much is fair? I'm wanting to know what, what is fair. Because to me, I, you know, I work at, at my job. Mm-hmm. And I come home and I do feel it's wrong for me to just sit and play on the computer all day or whatever. Not mm-hmm. not that I do, but I have in the past. Yeah. And I know a lot of guys that do. And they put in their nine to five and they come home and they think they're done. Um, and I know some ladies that would love to say, okay, dude, you had the morning off <laughs> at work. Mm-hmm. So now you're going to come home and you're going to be taking my job while I go out and do stuff. So I think those are two 
extremes on both ends that I never want to see in our relationship. No, I don't so think it works. So what is fair? I don't know. Um, Where's the balance? It's it's a tough issue. I think it's one that we've struggled with since we've had kids. Of course. And I, and I, I and maybe even before a little bit, but I don't know. Well, yeah, but it was there wasn't as much to do. No, there really wasn't. You know, we're two four firstborns and, you know, we were kind of used to just taking care of ourselves and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we both lived on our own before we got married, which we've said in the past we think is important for people. Um Yeah, and we didn't I mean, the house was never clean. I never cleaned. No. I didn't even But it care. wasn't filthy. It no, was just, I just didn't worry about it. But I never left my toys out either. You know? <laughs> no. You never undid everything never I did. never pulled stuff out of the cabinets. <laughs> you know, if you folded a basket of laundry, you could live out of that basket of laundry because yeah. it wasn't going to get strung all down the hallway. You never crawled around on the floors. <laughs> no. You ne- never made a big mess when you were eating dinner no. or lunch or breakfast. No. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, but now there's world. a lot more work and a lot and, yeah. and things, the rules changed mm-hmm. and, uh, all of a sudden there was a whole lot of extra stuff to do and a whole lot of extra time to spend on things because our evenings used to be, you know, Whatever if we weren't watching, yeah, my, nine times out of 10, I'd be on the computer or I'd be playing video games. You'd be reading or you'd be doing something else or we'd watch a show together or not. And it was great. We loved it that way. Separate together, we could take it or leave it because we always had time together. Now it's a little different. There's stuff to do all the way up till nine o'clock, mm-hmm. all the way up till bedtime. And Jen, Jen's right. You know, it's been a struggle. I know that I didn't always carry my weight, but I now realize or have that I that I I owe her. And it's never going to be fifty fifty. No, it's that's... never going to be completely fair. But I guess that's kind of the point I'm getting at. Jen said something right at the beginning. It almost made me want to cut the whole conversation short and just go oh, no. to the punchline oh. because it was so great. It's a team effort. Mm-hmm. And when you see yourself instead of two individuals, because I think what happens, let me finish my thought. When you see each other as a team, anything you do is benefiting the team, the family in mm-hmm. this case. Mm-hmm. But what happens is we see each other as rivals sometimes. Married people do. And it's my team versus his team or it's you know, my team versus her team, depending on which side you're on. And me, I'm getting I'm getting beat, and the other team's winning. And they're working less than I am, and I'm working harder, and all this kind of stuff. And, and you lose sight of that. And I think it's honestly when you forget why you're married. Mm-hmm. I think when people, when marriage with children especially, marriage can quickly become about the schedule. And about the children and about what they need and the dates go away and the time alone um, becomes so few and far between that it's either nap time or escape time. And the Mm -hmm. last thing you want to do is work on a relationship, work on one more thing because it does become work. I mean, marriage was work before you got kids, you know. Mm -hmm. So, you know, right there at the beginning, it's it's team. And and that goes into something that I wanted to say too that, you know, you know you read in the Bible about love. I'm going to take a second. I'm going to look that up because I know what love is. But I saw somebody do something a while back. Wow, uh, what's the love chapter right off the top of your head? Oh my gosh, John chapter no. the like love is patient, love is kind. Yeah, or? here it is. Here it is. I got it. It is. Uh, it's right here. Uh, I wanted to I wanted to give you the dumb address or the um anyway, let me just read it 
I'm terrible with uh, with uh, references and stuff, but I know the I know the scriptures in them. But anyway, here we go. One 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 guy I read uh, or heard one time said, "Take the word love out and put your name in there, and uh, and and it'll 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 really challenge you as to how much you're loving your spouse or or whoever we're talking about." It says, "If I speak in tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am only a resounding gong and a clapping cymbal. If they have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, if I have faith that can move mountains, but I don't have love, I am nothing." If I give all I possess to the poor and surrender it to my body to the flames, but I have not love, I gain nothing. Okay, here we go. Instead of love, we're going to put uh, my name in there. Ooh. James is patient. James is kind. James does not envy. He does not boast. He is not proud. James is not rude. He is not self-seeking. He is not easily angered. He keeps no record of wrongs. James does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. He always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. James never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, they will pass away. For we know in part and prophesy in part. Uh, But anyway, faith, hope, and love abide, but the greatest of these is love. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to discuss that. What? All right, so our child's having trouble. Sleeping tonight, apparently. Apparently. She's standing at the door. Here I am reading the Bible, and this eerie figure appears at the door. But James is patient and kind, but he's also freaked out. So. But anyway, that is uh, that is a very telling piece of scripture right there, and mm-hmm. I challenge you to do that and check yourself. It's a good test. And no, we're not perfect. But if uh, my point with all that is if you love somebody, it's never 50-50. And it's, it's always supposed to be uh, 100% giving of self. People in relationships sometimes think it's give and take and give and take. No, it's supposed to be 100% give. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to sacrifice yourself. The Bible is clear that we're supposed to uh, love our wives. And I'm going to just say spouses the way Christ loved the church. And that is he gave his life for them. And no, we don't have to die for our spouses, though any of us would, I'm sure, if we had to. Uh, it's harder to live for people, though, mm-hmm. as a sacrifice, is, is putting yourself last. Uh, I told my kids at church a while back, the joy. If you want joy in your life, it's uh, there's three things, and you have to have them in this order. Jesus, for J, uh, others, O, and Y, yourself, last. And um, when you do that, it uh, especially when the other person does it too, they take care of all your needs. If you want a down-to-earth uh, you know, if you're not a Bible believer, I want you to go and get A Beautiful Mind. It's a great movie. And this guy was a genius mm-hmm. and uh, with business theory and all this stuff. And his whole theory <laughs> was that right there. And and Lloyd Ziegler or, or uh, Zig Ziegler and all these guys have kind of taken it and gone on with it. But his theory was if you help other people get what they want, you'll get what you want. Which makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And it's a biblical principle on, on top of that. So I just, I love that part of the movie that, that it was just that fleshed out. So, all right. So that's the theory. I mean, that's, that's the things we live by, but let's bring it home for a bit and talk about how this has applied itself in our life. Cause I can say that I, though I'm doing better and I'm mm-hmm. on a go, I'm, I'm on a track where I am, I am really, really, uh, trying to outdo you though. It's going to be impossible. I can say, especially back in the world of Warcraft days that that wasn't the case. You were doing everything. 
And yeah. me, you know, outside of fixing up the house and mowing the lawn and working uh, and playing with the kids, not much else. Well, and even take taking over half the kids' time, that helps a lot because I don't mind doing some of the work. Like, I don't want you touching the laundry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's tip number one, gentlemen. <laughs> If you break a few plates, they won't make you do dishes. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I care about the plates so ah, much. <laughs> dang it. But no, we've made some adjustments, uh, you know, even even very recently. Mm-hmm. In that, uh, so I don't know, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I've, I've um, talked a lot, so. Oh, okay. Well, one of the things that, that was really tough for me were um, evenings, because it's like I was making dinner, which is hard to do with the, the young child. Jenna's no problem. And then um, making dinner, then eating, and then cleaning up, getting the kids in the bath, getting the kids ready for bed, putting the kids in bed. You know, all those things just kind of had to get done. All And a lot of times I wouldn't be able to clean up the kitchen after we ate because I'd be dealing with the kids. And then I'd end up cleaning the kitchen after they were in bed, you know, and I'm not done with everything until 10 o'clock or something like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, one thing you offered to do was take over doing dishes. Yep. Which is a huge help because then I don't have to worry about cleaning up the kitchen. And another thing you, you do is um, I was emptying the dishwasher out in the morning, you know, and putting all the dishes away during the day. And now I've just um, left that for you to worry with and just, you know, rinse the dishes and stick them in the sink instead of worrying about trying to keep, keep the kitchen perfect all day, which is just stressful. Yeah. And, and guys, here's the thing. I, you don't have to do everything she's doing because it wouldn't be 50-50. I mean, not that. Even after we shot that down, you know, that is there is a measurement, you know, mm-hmm. of what you do and all that. Even though your goal should be to outdo her, uh, you don't have to do all of it because, uh, again, that wouldn't be fair on the other end. So you know, it was yeah. a choice between doing dishes or bathing the kids. I didn't want to bathe the kids. <laughs> really? So I did dishes. Jenna, Jen doesn't mind bathing the kids. So I, I win, even though I'm working. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I'm not bathing the kids. And <laughs> I so didn't know you hated that. I just, ah, oh, there's nothing worse in my life to really? sit there and watch kids take a bath. I just, oh. it's boring. I, I never watch. I always do something else. Oh, well, anyway. Like fold laundry or something. Now I feel like a sicko. You're watching your kids no. bath. I don't want them to drown. <laughs> you don't have to make sure the baby doesn't drown. Jenna's not a problem. But. Jen doesn't care. She's doing something else. Yeah, <laughs> I don't need to worry. No, I stay really close so I can save the baby from drowning. But, but, but uh, and then what else, you know? Um, but, well, you've offered to take the kids during the day. Yeah, I take Jenna places, mm-hmm. you know, to, and, and I'll take the boy places. Like if I'm going to Lowe's or something, I take one of the kids. It's yeah. easy to do. You usually, whenever you go somewhere on the weekends, you usually take one of the kids, and that's a huge help. So a little thing that makes a big difference. Um, we and swap off doing bedtimes. Mm-hmm. And we've done that since Jenna was really Eansy. little. Yeah, ever since she started having to have bedtimes. But even then, yeah, I, mm-hmm. would, I, I would put her to sleep more often than not. Mm-hmm. But uh, nowadays, yeah, we, we trade those off. Jenna, Jen helps me out on show nights. But even now, I'm able to, since she's getting more of a routine, I can help her out even on show nights and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, And then on church nights, you know, she'll help me out. And, and on Wednesdays, you know, she's yeah. pretty much in bed by the time I get home at, at 9, 30, 10 o'clock. Yeah, and then I do dishes on Wednesdays because you don't get home until 10 o'clock. So yep. there's no reason to come home and have to worry with that. Yep. We, we have sleep-in days. Um, has haven't always been as successful, but we're trying to give Jen sleep in days. Yeah, because that's nice. So she can sleep in, and and I'll put the kids up for breakfast and all this kind of stuff. So guys, you know, if you, if your wife's scre- screaming and squalling about 
equality and all this. That's not what she wants. She wants to feel appreciated. She wants to feel yeah, like that a is team. Very true. And she doesn't mind working for the team. She hates working against somebody else or feeling like she's being taken advantage of. Yeah. And and because honestly, if you if you put it down on a piece of paper. You know, it probably does equal out pretty well, unless mm-hmm. you're an extremely lazy man that doesn't even do anything at all but play World of Warcraft. Because World of Warcraft and other video games uh, subtract, okay? I'll just tell you. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm speaking from experience. And I play Crackdown a lot. So I just beat it today, by the way. You but, did. Yeah. Well, I mean, as much as you can beat an open-ended game. The other thing you do, too, is um, you take her to preschool in the morning. Yes, I do that twice a week. Which saves me having to get up, get and the get baby ready. ready, and all that. And so that's that's yep. a huge help. Yeah. So that's uh, you know it's just finding those those spots, and and this it didn't happen overnight, but it's just been a series of things um, that you know where else can I you know what can I do? And and Jen's not great at thinking these things up. Mm-hmm. She's not. I no, have to help I'm bad her about it because sometimes sometimes ladies we I've seen. That you hate what you have to do, but you also are identified by it. And that's what you talk about with people is how much you struggle with your children. Uh, and you hate it, but you're proud of it too. I see it on these you know, what not to wear shows where women blame their lack of uh, fashion on their kids, but they wear it almost like a prideful thing. Like if I start dressing right and take time and take care, then, then it I means I'm not kids. as good of a mom. Exactly. Yeah. And so be careful of that. Well, I think, too, women think, or at least I have, that, oh, nobody can do it as good as me, so I can't give up that job. Mm-hmm. You that's know, true. Like, and, and I clean the kitchen better, or I do this. And, and that's true to a certain extent. But I know some men that are really good cleaners. I know some men that are really good cooks. I'm not a cook. Uh, but, but we have friends that, you know, he cooks. He makes mm-hmm. freaking pasta. He does make his own pasta. Jeez Louise. <laughs> And she loves to let him cook too. Yeah, he cooks most weekends, which was is a great break. Yeah, I could cook on weekends. It it doesn't involve heat. <laughs> it would be scary. Involves spreading peanut butter on, on bread on, on wheat products, but <laughs> yeah. So I don't know your situation, peoples out there that listen to the show, but you do. And uh, this would be a good opportunity for you guys to sit down purposefully and talk about what you do. And and not with the intention of keeping score. Your intention should be to build up your spouse and to love your spouse and to show them you care about them and you appreciate them. And a lot of times they don't want you to do your job, their job for them. They want your help. Yeah. And that's what I've learned. I, I ran from it because I thought I would have to do her job. I didn't want to do her job. It was horrible. She had to do everything. <laughs> Well, I think I think you're absolutely right with the appreciation thing because even if I'm having to do almost the same amount of work, it's just if you're around or you're helping here and there or well, or you, you care, it's so much easier. If you're up me. there making dinner and the kids are botting around, and I'm downstairs playing video games or I'm on the internet, that's that's a, that's a disaster. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a disaster. But if I'm upstairs, even checking my email on a laptop at the dining room table while you're still in there, it's different. Yeah, the kids are calmer. They are, and 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 I'm there. I'm available. Mm-hmm. I'm at. You know, I I may be doing almost the same thing, but I'm I'm able to react and respond. I'm there to keep the kids off your head and things like that. So, guys, you know, it it's not this this horrible horrible thing. And so, uh, and, and, and you know, if you love your spouse, great, do it. If you hate her. You know, but it's in your best interest, fe- fe- feminine men is what I meant to say. 
It's in your best interest, man, um, because you have to live with your spouse, okay? You might as well make it work. You might as well enjoy her. And if you love her, you'll do these things. Um, and, and ladies, you know, be patient with your guys, okay? They, we, we are big, dorky guys, and we just want to get stuff done. We're not going to do it like you want, uh, exactly. And you've got to be okay with that. And you have to compliment us. And you have to tell us we did good, even if we didn't do it exactly right. Especially when it has to do with children or the dishes mm-hmm. or cleaning or straightening. Jen complimented me today on my organization <laughs> the in the dishwasher. <laughs> I have a skill I didn't know existed, people. It was nicely organized. <laughs> I can organize the dishwasher like no one else. Dadgummit, I've got skills. <laughs> and that meant a lot. I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> but it helps me to know what you need to hear, too. Because now I'm I'm on the other side of that fence. Yeah. And so I know you need to hear mm-hmm. stuff, too. So, you know, whenever I see... A, a nicely organized dishwasher. Yeah, or a sock drawer. <laughs> I'm going to be like, dang, woman. You're good at folding. You got it going on. <laughs> so, any, any other last moment issues there? Any other things you want to pop in there? No, nope. I don't think so. Uh, one, more, one more thing I will throw in there is, um, I don't know that I'm good about this, but I do recognize the need that you would have for a little bit of chill time. I guess we both kind of have that same need, but um, if we're both working hard to get things done, then we both seem to get it. Well, we've traded off things, though. Mm-hmm. Like when the babies were younger and we'd both be dead tired, you know, I'd give you or you'd give me, it just depended on who was whatever, whoever was the biggest person, you know, go down, go take an hour and a half and sleep Mm -hmm. or go away for half, go somewhere, you know, and then we'd trade off and it worked great. You know, we couldn't both go. We couldn't both chill. (laughs) No, not at the same time. Um, So, you know, whoever's the biggest person gets to, uh, gets to give the other person time off. But anyway, it was good stuff. Well, good topic. Good topic. I hope it gives you guys something to think about. If you have any input, you can email us at uh, geeklovesnerd at gmail.com or call us 206-650-704. We're always eager to get your ENV mail. That'd be awesome. Um, we're going to take a quick second for a break. One more. A real one this time. And when we come back, we're going to hit news, life updates, and ask Jen and then your ENV mail. Peace. No. Hi, this is James. And this is Trevor. And we do a little show called Nobody's Listening. It's a show about stories. Do you have stories? We assume everybody has an embarrassing, silly, funny life story, and that's what we do on Nobody's Listening. And you can catch it at nlcast.com. Or you can just download it or visit it rather than catching it. Oh, yeah, I suppose. You can catch our show like a cold. On the iTunes. Check us out online at nlcast.com or on iTunes. Please help us out, because if you don't listen, then nobody will be listening. That's just one example of the humor you can expect at NLCast.com. Check us out online or on iTunes today. Or you're not going to heaven. Peace out, peeps. All right, and we're back with some uh, news. Jen and I have been invited to uh, do a marriage conference. It's called the Marriage Ability Conference. It's May 1st and 2nd here in Kansas City, Missouri at Sheffield Family Life Center. And uh, we'd love for you guys to come out to it. It's uh, just like it sounds, marriage ability. We're going to be training on uh, things that will make it easier for you to be married, okay? And so we've been invited to do live uh, a live recording, two sessions. We're going to do one called Parents as Pastors, where we're going to train folks to uh, weave Christ into everyday life. 
for their kids, very practical down-to-earth things. That's a topic we haven't covered and, and have been wanting to. Um, so that'll be coming whether you make it to the show live or not. But then also we're going to be doing um, – what was it? What were we going to do? Oh, how to turn uh, differences into positives. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. Opposites Attract is the name of the class. And uh, it's kind of the theme of our entire show kind of wrapped up into one 45-minute session. So we'd love for any of you to come out to Sheffield Family Life Center at uh, 5700 Winter Road in Kansas City, Missouri. You can call them for more information, 816-241-4831. And again, that's May 1st and 2nd. So we look forward to meeting you there. Um uh, oh, we got uh, a, ch- a twice-weekly webcomic at uh, geeklovesnerd.com, so you need to check that out. How, what do you think about the webcomic, Jen? I like it. How much do you like it on a scale of 1 to 10? I would give it like a, a 10. Wow. <laughs> is it as cool as my sk- – is my skill at drawing as good as my skill at organizing dishwashers? I would put them at an equal. Wow, that was a great answer. That was the that was the male equivalent mm-hmm. of a female asking, "Does this make my butt look big?" Yeah. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> you usually would say, "No, that doesn't. It's your butt. <laughs> your butt is just big." And that's not enhancing or subtracting at all, guys. It's by just, the way, that's the worst answer ever. <laughs> GoDaddy codes. If you guys um, need a URL, we can help you out. Um, if you use the code blue, BLU121, uh, you get 10% off all products. Or if you need a URL, uh, pod name 121, uh, I'll get you a $7.49 domain name. I also have one uh, off 10% off hosting pod 121. So check it out. And um, we'll have those codes up in the show notes and all that good stuff. But thanks, GoDaddy, for your support, even though we hate your commercials. Uh, we love the fact that you hook us up. Uh, we, we'll steal some of your money and reclaim it and use it for good. That's right. It's great. And plus, they have cheap URLs, so check them out. Uh, life and kids updates. What's going on? Jenna got baptized. Yes, she did. And I recorded a uh, Jenna cast with her today. Oh, I can't I'm wait. I'm going to release hear that. it in a couple of days after this show mm. airs, so make sure you guys check the feed. <laughs> There'll be two shows to download this week. People have been bugging for good, some that'll Jenna cast. for last week. Yeah, yeah, we need those downloads, huh? <laughs> But, uh, yeah, what did you think, being on the other side of that thing? Because I baptized her. I think it was pretty amazing. I can't believe it for that she had any kind of understanding of anything. She it's wanted just it. amazing. And, you know, I'm not jo- I'm not going to kid myself. I think part of it was she liked the idea. She saw me baptize some other kids, and she wanted me to do that for her, too. But, you know, I don't, I'm not convinced that's all too much of a bad thing, Mm-mm. you know? I was I, I asked Jesus into my heart at four. I remember it. Did I understand everything? No. Did I get enough of it? Yes, I think I did. And in her case, um, you know, even if it was just her wanting me to baptize her, I think that's a great thing. I yeah. want to associate as many positive connections between, you know, church, God, whatever. And it, and as I read scripture, I see God is trying to connect kids to their parents more than than He is to them anyway. Yeah, because um, that's their view of God later. Exactly. Everybody that hates God has either – it's usually associated with their parents or if they struggle with him. And if it's not them, then it's some jerkwad that was supposed to be representing him. But uh, I want to I wanna build you know, positive links uh, between her and him, and I think, it, I think it was great. People were really blessed by it. Well, it's kind of – it's. I think of it too like um, Pastor Wesley always said about communion – you know that, um, which this is probably kind of controversial, but uh, nah. it's not going to hurt anybody 
to take communion even if they're not saved. I know some churches don't allow that, but right. it, it well, does some, uh, some of them don't even allow if they're not members. Right. Uh, but, you know, it's it's not taking part in something like communion is not going to it's not going to further condemn you. Right. You know, it's not going to hurt you. So, I mean, even yeah, if you are according to religion, you're already going to hell. <laughs> yeah. So, so taking communion isn't going to make it worse. You're not going to go to more hell. But um you know, and and on the same thing, you know, uh, whether or not she, you know, totally understood the whole baptism thing, getting baptized isn't going to hurt. No. You know, it isn't going to be a negative. Well, it's like she praying. can do it again. People people that won't pray because they're not sure they're doing it right. Pray for the love. Yeah. You can't really you do can't, it wrong. You can't, you know, trying and doing it wrong would be better than refusing to, you know. So and I'm sure we've just upset many, many a religious person hey, with good, both of those good. issues. So Email me. I don't care. I'll delete it. We don't even mm-hmm. respond to, to your to Krizzle from people that are just being wonky. Because um, it's life's too short, and we're right, so there. <laughs> nice, James. <laughs> hey, it's okay to be closed-minded if you're right. <laughs> I asked Jen's segment real quick. Um, oh, wait. What? The baby took a few steps. Oh, that's right. And who did he take the steps for? For you. He won't walk for me. He won't walk for Jack Squad anybody. He'll hardly walk for me. But he loves his daddy all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. He does. He it's always wants I, you. It's because I let him take communion. <laughs> yeah. No. And you and you baptized Oh, man. Him. Okay, I told this on nobody's listening, but I don't know that I told you. <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> Sunday, I had this little boy come up to me, and he looked a little green around the gills, and he's mm-hmm. like, He's like, I, I don't feel good. And I'm like, what? What'd you do? He says, what's in them? And he points over to our little communion Oh, you told classes. me. Yeah. Oh, I did? Well, I'll tell the people. He points to communion classes. And in our church, we got so many people, we can't pass out little glass this and in and, and the trays and the whole thing. So we have this prepackaged deal where it's a little piece of bread, and then you peel back another one, and there's the cup. But these were old. They'd been sitting there for a long time. And he goes, I drank one of them. I'm like, what What did it taste like? He says, it, it felt like jelly. Oh, God, and <laughs> it was grape juice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it was grape juice. Dude, it was, it was grape juice, man. It wasn't supposed to feel like jelly. <laughs> oh, no. I said, that th- this stuff is fermented. It has gone bad. You are an alcoholic now. You was going to say, you might be a little drunk. Yeah. <laughs> that queasiness you're feeling is... is, is uh, With the is, effects. Yeah. You're alcohol. So anyway, I told him to go get some water, you know, because he was looking really bad. And and I thought it served him right a little bit because he stole, you know, for, mm-hmm. for the love. He was trying to get a little <laughs> snack. He's like, it's like a Lunchable. Yeah. <laughs> it has jello and everything. It's <laughs> <laughs> so nasty. Uh, it's like uh. pudding. And wait for it. Mm. Mm, this is delectable. So anyway, uh, he he comes back and he's all bright and chipper. He's like, I threw up twice. <laughs> he I'm felt like, better. Well, that's good because <laughs> now you got it out of your he system. He probably downed a couple of them. Oh yeah, he took them to the head, boy. Uh, like, he had them lined up on the sound. They're tiny little things. I don't know that one would have made glasses. him that sick. God. <laughs> yeah. So he got saved and uh, sick at the same mm. time. It was great. All right, ask Jenna James. Um, here he is. Here's Marilyn. She says, do you ever worry about your kids listening to the podcast when they are older, especially Dunder? Marilyn. Now, let me translate that because there's something between the lines that she's actually saying here. And Marilyn, no disrespect. We're just terrible going, things about here, our children. Here you go. Here's what she's actually saying. Do you ever worry 
after you've said such horrible things about your kids, about your son having a huge head and about being slow and then your daughter being all smart and comparing him to, are you ever worried that maybe when he listens to that, that he's going to secretly hate you and that she's, you're going to ruin his entire life? That's what Marilyn was actually saying. So, Jen, uh, would you respond? Is, is that, that Are those the two things that you said he had a big old head? Yeah, I think I, I'm sure I said more. But both of our kids have big heads. Well, yeah, that's true. From their dad. Um, I, that that question actually worried me for a second because I couldn't remember what had been said. But mm-hmm. if it was just a big head. Oh, Dunder's, Dunder's And a, slow. And then I said he was slow. Dunder is a secret genius, in my opinion. So I'm not worried about him feeling slow. Yeah, but what about her, – her question is when he, when he's older. Oh. Are you worried about him listening to the show and it would devastate his his – his psyche. I to hope hear. not. <laughs> no, I'm not worried. Are you worried or not? No, I'm not worried. Why aren't you worried? Because uh, Jenna very well knows when we're joking and when we're, well, we're yeah. realistic and she understands the difference. So even if it does, you know, bring, if, if anything can come across weird, you know, we just simply explain we're joking. No, you got, you'd have to be in our family to understand. And, uh, yeah, my my daughter, I call her loser head, and uh, and I I call her all kinds of cutesy names too. But uh, it, it's just the way we are with each other, and it's uh, it's part of the family, and it's great, it's fun, and Jenna does it to me. I mean, today in Walmart, um, she's her version of it is to call me. Uh, Pastor James, or she'll start calling me by my first name, or she'll st- she called me mom. She's like, Mom. <laughs> and when you listen to Jenna Cast later in the week, you're going to hear her jacking with me like nobody's business. Okay. I'm not going to spoil anything, but oh my Lord, it's hilarious because she's saying things that she knows is going to drive me crazy. <laughs> and I know she's done that with you, but I had yet to be manipulated like that. Oh, she's terrible. And she was mess pushing all my little geek buttons. And so that's, but that's humor in our house. And so mm-hmm. to call the boy, um, you know, slow or whatever, it's, it's total joke, total joke. And I, I'm, I, he's going to laugh his head off when he hears it. Cause we're going to be telling him stories. Boy, you didn't even talk till you were 15, you know, and, um, <laughs> I hope that's not the case. <laughs> but no, anyway. and actually Dunder scored off the charts with, um, oh, he's bright with, um, what was it? Problem solving and, and, uh. Some sort of motor skills. Yeah, he can turn pages in a book. He he's, he holds it the right way. He he is like brilliant. He knows how to get what he wants. He's just a boy, and he's and he's slow. And he's stubborn. He's oh. stupid. You know. And, Don't and, say that. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, it's just I want to tick off Marilyn now. Is and he? he's really cute. He doesn't have a big head. Well, no bigger than any. Well, baby. Jenna, we had statistics that proved she was 90th percentile yeah. for head. His is like 50th. Yeah. Although boys, but he's ten percent have... in his body size, so he looks just as big. <laughs> he has a big head. <laughs> All babies have big heads, and, anyway. you know. And if, even if so, even so, if he's if he's late at night crying on his huge pillow, <laughs> don't don't even do your dumb big head joke. <laughs> I'll just rub my hands all the way across that head from one to the other, and uh, just say, "There, there, son." It might take a while for me to get around that mm-hmm. that chrome dome, but. All right, we uh, we got some E and V mails. Let's dive right in. He says, I just caught up with all of James's uh, NL cast and loved every minute of it and decided to start listening to Geek Loves Nerd. Great stuff. I'm really enjoying it also. I especially liked episode 25 and 27. Keep up great podcasting. Always a loyal stalker, Phil. So, what were 25 and 27, do you know? Oh, man, I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, Let me look real quick. Let's see. 25. 
and 27. Sorry, folks, for the delay. Um, I don't know, sweetie. Okay. I'm sure they were really good, though. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, I mean, I'm in the 30s right now. Let me see. 25 and 27. People want to know. Uh, handling Halloween was 27, mm. and money management was 25. So I thought maybe we ought to do a part two to money management sometime. Probably should. Probably should. I have new tips. Ooh. Ashley uh, wrote, like I said, while browsing Geek Loves Nerd website, I came across old Jenna casts. Is there any chance we might hear from Jenna again soon? It's so cute to hear her perspective on life, cats, etc. <laughs> oh, and yes, the like I said is a reference to nobody's listening. Couldn't resist that one. Uh, Ashley. So yeah, on nobody's listening. Somebody started a an email saying, like I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. So mm-hmm. random. All right, here's a big one. James and Jen, part one. I'm a fan of the show. I, I've been a longtime fan of Geek Loves Nerd ever since you came up with the idea. Having a family-friendly show with adult-oriented conversations and topics is something the podcast world really needed, and you've both delivered in spades. It's perfect that you both are married, since your chemistry on the show is fantastic and provides a very entertaining and enjoyable show to, listening to, to listen to, while being wise and informative to listeners that are interested in the topics you discuss. I didn't get a bit of that. It's way over my head. Can you? Is she like it or not? She loves it. Oh, wow. Cool. Uh, Myself, I'm a single 21-year-old going to college, and it's awesome hearing about things like money management, sorely ignored by my generation, it seems. Uh, What to look for in a mate, how to manage conflict, etc., from those who have experienced it uh, more than I have. Your advice is not wasted on the young. Awesome. And I uh, I think we're perfect for that, and I mean anybody our age that has any sense. Uh, because we we're just on the other end of twenty one, mm-hmm. you know we're not fifty, we're not seventy. Right. I'm thirty five, and you're thirty. Uh, or thirty. Yeah. Thirty two. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna help you out there. I don't uh, even care. After thirty, it's all over. You know, and we just got where everybody wants to be. You know, mm-hmm. just a minute ago, and so it's like, oh, here's how we did it. Uh, part two, f- iPhone envy. James, I know you're going through. I know what you're going through wanting an iPhone. The device is finally something that I can really do it all and fit in my uh, in my pocket. But things aren't so rosy when you own one. AT&T charges a boatload of money per month for the phone since you're forced into a data plan and unlimited voice plan options. Plan on paying $70 to $100 each month just for the iPhone unless you get an older unlocked one like mine, which can use any T-Mobile offers. I use pay-as-you-go since money is a factor. However, since Sprint owns your soul, I might suggest an iPod Touch. You're basically able to do everything the iPhone does, only without the phone. You can still browse the web via Wi-Fi, install applications, play podcasts and music, and anything else that doesn't require the phone or the microphone. Plus, you avoid the costly monthly uh, fees. Yeah, but it doesn't have a camera. And no phone. And no phone. I don't see the point. (laughs) I don't know. We'll I have to need a phone. We'll we'll be investigating that yes. option in, at the end of August. Yes, yes. Uh, part three. Ask Jen retirement. Jen, since you're a CPA, I imagine you'll have more insight into this than your husband, your harebrained husband, will have. What? Uh, since Social Security won't be around by the time any of us are retirement age, I need to uh, find some advice on what to do. When I get a job, I'm thinking a Roth IRA along with my employer's 401k program. Do you have any suggestion? Also, uh, what are you and James doing to prepare for retirement? Now, we will preface this by saying uh, this is just given for entertainment purposes only. We are not professionals. Go, Jen. <laughs> not a professional. Now, um, 
is is this the girl that's 21? Is this mm-hmm. all the same email? Yeah. yeah. I think, and I don't remember this, but um, uh, that if you if you put in, it's like 2000 or 3000 a year when you start at 20, and then by retirement age, you should have like a million dollars or something like that. Wow. Except for the fact that the stock market is tanking. But um, yeah, I mean, all those things are a good idea. I, I would put in as much as you can now and uh, max out your, and, and do the Roth IRAs is a good idea too. Well, and just a bit of advice to add on that. I think if you filled out an 80, 84K form um, and, and in triplicate mm-hmm. and gave that to somebody, it might help. <laughs> okay, thanks for your advice. You know, anything I can do to help. But just print clearly. Mm-hmm. All those forms. It's a big form. They're on the computer, James. What? The forms. The 84K? 84K is not a form that it I'm aware of. It is a speed. <laughs> it is a speed limit. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay. Hey, James and Jen, I just... Wait, was... we didn't answer about retirement. Okay, what about retirement? We're not doing very well with retirement. <laughs> We put a little bit in. We don't have a lot of extra money. Not right now. Put in retirement. Mm-mm. But I, we did put money in retirement before we had kids. But um, we're going to be living slim. Yep. We won't retire. Actually, most pastors don't retire. No, they don't. Do they just die? Yeah, in the, in the pulpit. <laughs> in the pulpit. <laughs> it's terrible. You think I'm kidding? Am I laughing? I no. can count on two hands the amount of pastors have died preaching. Seriously? One of them just last Sunday. Of course, he got shot, but. Uh, but you've, but you know, yes, really, Pastor Ray, he took the place of a guy who died preaching. Wow, could you not? Right down on Ninth Street, a good place to go, I guess. Yeah, except for the being shot. Except for the part where they think it's part of the drama, they start (laughs) clapping. Oh, the Holy Ghost got him! Don't touch him; he's full of the Holy Ghost. Put a put a blanket over him so Uh. nobody can see up his shirt, and then and then they wait. And they keep looking at their watch saying hallelujah, and then he's mm, dead. That would be pretty mm-hmm. terrible. Anyway. Yeah. Don't die at church, people. Not at the altar in a Pentecostal church. You will lay there. It, well, at Sheffield, we'll, we'll call an ambulance. Because anybody goes down at Sheffield, and they will call an ambulance. <laughs> it true. doesn't matter. <laughs> That's true. But in most churches, they, they yeah. think it's the Holy Ghost. So mm-hmm. I always check. Because the Holy Ghost does let you breathe. Yeah. Want, want, he is a gentleman. <laughs> he lets you stay alive. It allows your heart uh, to beat. Yeah, it's it's kind of a, bo- a bonus, actually. <laughs> I love you, but I don't want you to come up here yet. I would like you to stay and do my work. Okay. Hey, James and Jen, I just wanted to, uh, I just listened to your recent podcast up through episode 38. Thank you for doing an entire episode on my questions about World of Warcraft. Your thoughts on the subject, Jen, were so much like mine, I felt a little less crazy. Two things I would like to add after listening, you obviously don't have to read this on the show, are first, my husband thought he could play and hold a conversation at the same time, even though he could not. Once I calmly explained to him that talking with a full five-minute interval between statements is not an actual conversation (laughs) if you're both in the same room. I think you began to understand my frustration. I remember those conversations. (laughs) I can talk to you clearly. (gasps) No matter what's going on in the... Game! (laughs) Second, James said that WoW was an escape, and that fits perfectly. I feel compelled to say, in my husband's defense, that we have suffered some trauma in recent years. First, losing our seven-year-old niece in a drowning accident shortly, followed by the miscarriage of our only pregnancy. So this need for escape is completely understandable and forgivable. Thanks again for sharing your perspective with me. I had another question for Jen, if I can be so bold. Many say that the first year of marriage is the most difficult. Would you agree? Why or why not? Thanks 
uh, to you both for your candid answers and experience in uh, letting us participate. Oh, and James, I thought you had geek cred. I thought of all people you would pronounce my name correctly, but alas, let me you let me down, my friend. Perhaps if I could put a princess in front of it. Sincerely, Leia. <laughs> wow, I am a jerk. Oh, well. Okay, hold on now. Um, I, I love her question, and I love it so much we need to dedicate a show to it. This is two okay. in a row for her, but we need to talk about the first year of marriage. That's huge. Yeah, that is a big one because nobody believe, tells you. Yeah, oh, they tell you horror stories, but they don't prepare you quite enough for no, it. No, nobody really told us anything. I had no expectations. It's for the all first about time. toothpaste and toilet seats. Yeah, yeah bull crud. It's like whatever, and yeah. have any issues with the toilet seat? It was no. everything else. So mm. uh, you're gonna have to wait, Leah. <laughs> Poor Leah. Leah. Poor Leia. All right, it's time for us to get out of here. Uh, Make sure you check out the website, geeklovesnerd.com, for web comics uh, updates. Jen eventually is going to start blogging one year. We have to keep bugging her. Follow us on Twitter. I'm twitter.com slash nlcast. You're twitter.com slash... Jay Kennison. Jay Kennison. I think. Yep. And uh, we have forums on the website. Uh, You can email your comments, your, uh, you know, feedback, uh, your questions to geeklovesnerd at gmail.com. If it's an Ask Jen question, just pop an Ask Jen in that subject line for me. Uh, Or you can call in your stuff, 206-600-5704. Thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to my spouse. Thanks to Jenna, who interrupted several times tonight. We love you in spite of the fact that... um, and uh, until next week, Jen, I loved you. I loved you too. Hey guys, this is Dean from Australia. Thought I might give you a call and say hey there. Just listened to your last podcast. Absolutely loved it. It was great listening about uh, uh, both Jenna and uh, and James Jr. Uh, just got to say, James, I am suffering major withdrawal symptoms of a genocast. When's the next one? Please let it be soon. Okay, love you both, guys. Bye for now.